Welcome to the Glam Life Podcast, where we empower and inspire beauty professionals to take their careers to the next level. Your host, Victoria, is a certified business coach with over a decade of experience in the beauty industry, helping countless beauty professionals start and grow successful businesses. Now she's sharing her knowledge and expertise with you. Whether you're just starting out in the beauty industry or looking to take your business to new heights, this podcast is for you, covering topics like community, management, branding, and much more. So join us on this journey to build the beauty business of your dreams. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Glam Life Podcast. I am your host, Victoria Rocca. If we are Instagram fan, friends, excuse me, then you know me as Victoria.glam. Um, yeah, I own the Microblading Institute. I own Brow Sister PMU products. I am also a beauty business coach. I am a mom. I am a wife. I am five feet tall. I am not single, so please don't DM me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm actually super excited to talk to you about drum roll please what is today's episode all about we are discussing bad hiring practices for your beauty business ah the crowd goes crazy hiring the right employees honestly is crucial for the success of any beauty business but unfortunately many businesses make mistakes in their hiring process that lead to costly and disruptive outcomes okay and i will tell you a little bit about mine but i've got to tell you it's not your fault let's start there Okay, don't feel like this is an accusation. Don't feel called out. I mean, if, if it resonates with you, then feel called out because you're being called up to do better, make better choices. But um, yeah, we've all been there, you know, nobody, everyone will teach you the skill set, right? They'll teach you to do hair, to do lashes, to do lips, to do liner, to do brows, to do spray tans, to do teeth whitening. But do they teach you how to hire or find the right contracts or, you know, what the uh, appropriate... Um, trial period is or if that's even legal in your county or your parish I'm in Louisiana so we have parishes you know no no one teaches you that unless you go and get yourself a beauty business coach and lucky for you you have me your favorite beauty business coach right here every Monday morning coaching you through the worst of it (laughs) so Okay, let's discuss, I, I want to discuss a couple of like common bad hiring practices. Obviously, I can't give you a master class in hiring um, via one Monday morning um, podcast episode. But let's just take a couple of these and I'll walk you through it, right? So, excuse me, I need some water. Um, I would say number one would be not having a clear job description. So, what do I mean by that? Not having a clear job description meaning... You haven't laid out specifically what this position actually entails, what's part of their job description, what is not part of the job description, what's your responsibility, what's not. Um, And then like what are the KPIs, what are the expectations for that position, right? Not having clear job descriptions leads to confusion and misunderstandings during the hiring process. So the candidate might not know what you want. You might think that they're providing something that they're not going to provide or vice versa. It's important that you clearly outline their duties, responsibilities, and also the qualifications for the job so that you're even attracting the right candidates to begin with, much less hiring the right people, right? And I think this actually kind of bleeds into the job itself. If we started off with a poor foundation, the house is destined to fail, right? So if you didn't have great job expectations in the actual like hiring process, then once they're onboarded, what are the odds that communication is going to 
magically, rapidly, um, like, better itself, right? It's not going to happen. So what's going to happen is you will have expectations and they will not be clearly communicated to your new hire. And this person will be doomed to fail no matter what, no matter how hard they're actually trying because A, they don't even know where the finish line is. And B, you are expecting things that they are not even aware of, right? So making sure that you both have a very clear understanding of what is their responsibility, what are their duties, and then whether or not they're actually qualified to be able to meet those expectations, I would say that's pretty important. The next piece of this puzzle, I would say, is rushing in the hiring process. So my friend Sheila always says, fire fast, hire slow. Um, and she's not wrong. So if once someone has kind of like wronged you or or the business, it's get them out as quickly as possible so that they can't sit around and do more damage on their way out, right? But in hiring, you really wanna be very careful who you let into your home, right? Rushing the hiring process can lead to hiring the wrong person for the job. It's important to take time to review their resume, to conduct a series of interviews, to check for references, to ensure that you are actually hiring someone who is qualified and who is the best candidate for this job. We don't want to hire somebody just to fill the seat. I don't care if it's even just for front desk because front desk can still fuck up some stuff too, right? So um, I would say have a trial period if you're allowed to and just see over 30, 60, 90 days whether or not this person can actually produce what they're promising. The last thing you want to do is be overexcited, super hyped. Maybe you do give them really clear-cut job responsibilities, really an amazing day-by-day to-do list where your expectations are crystal clear and if you have hired someone very quickly just because you were so excited about the position, you did all of your due diligence except ensuring that the candidate was going to do theirs, right? So if you don't kind of, you don't get married on the first date. If you don't kind of date for a little while and figure out what types of personalities you are and do we work together and do we put the AC on the same setting and, and you know, all of those little quirky things. Uh, to determine whether or not two personalities can work together or whether or not two people have the same goals, the same big picture visions, then you might wind up uh, marrying somebody who doesn't want kids and you do or vice versa or somebody who actually doesn't think that, um, you know, business owners are good people or whatever. And look at you, business owner over here on this podcast. So I think that it's important that you figure out not necessarily like the religious or political ideologies of your potential employee, but certainly their big picture goals, their long-term goals, their capabilities. What are they actually willing to give to the job? Why did they leave their last job? Okay, are those going to be the same issues that arise at this job? And God help you if you are ignoring red flags. So if a candidate has a job history of hopping or conflicts with previous employers, if they come into the interview and they trash their previous employer or they say, look, I'll be honest with you, I couldn't work with that bitch or I didn't like my old team or whatever, it's important to notice this because those, my baby girl, are red fucking flags. Investigate, put on your little cap, put on your little page boy cap, grab your little, um, um, what do you call that? The thing that makes the words bigger, you know? Um, magnifying glass. Grab your little magnifying glass. Put on your little page boy cap. And I want you to start doing your own investigation here. <laughs> it 
it's important. It's so important because you just never know. You never know who's actually walking through the door or who's walking into your business or who wants to kind of like proverbially get in bed with you in your business, right? Um, Be very, very careful, especially when you see and hear those red flags. Listen, Cardi B said it the best. I don't like a lot of new people. A lot of new people is crazy. And that is simply the truth. There are people out there who are willing to get one over on you, steal products, steal money, um, just mess with you just because they're miserable because misery loves company. You have to be very careful. And when you see even the slightest red flag, even if it's a tiny little pink flag, and pink is on brand for me, I still, my antennas go up, okay? Remember when Barbara Evans said that to Janelle Evans on Teen Mom? She said, "Um, Janelle, you better get your antennas up. I'm telling you right now. That interview process, remember I said, I don't know, rewind it, two minutes ago maybe, I said make sure you have multiple, multiple as in more than one um, interviews. So my hiring process um, came from my business coach and essentially we place a very specific ad asking for a very specific, um, even like kind of corny, kind of silly, you know, like subject line for your email resume or whatever then I'm going to pour over those and I'll weed out the ones who don't really fit and the ones who do they're going to have a phone call um, with someone on my team probably not me and they will have a list of questions from me to ask and as we're checking those off and seeing whether or not we have interesting or correct answers then they will get another interview where we'll ask them more situational questions um, and if they respond in hypotheticals that actually would work in our business then we might have either a zoom interview if it's a work from phone position or um, come in and actually meet me in person if it is an in-person like working at the actual shop but so it's it's multiple interviews it's multiple rounds it's and it's because I don't want to do this a lot do you want to be hiring every three months I fucking don't I'm busy I'm running a business (laughs) dude and when we get into firing like right now we're talking about hiring and I won't muddy the two I won't start telling you about the worst people I ever fired or the people who quit in such a spec person who quit in such a spectacular fashion I mean I will tell you about those things but not in today's episode but if you hire right if you do this part right you can avoid that part that I'll tell you in another another podcast whole another podcast I've been actually toying with this for some time just kind of like the idea of telling my story with my beauty business burn. Don't we all have them? Everybody has one. Everybody has someone who is their arch nemesis in the beauty business. And my friend um, from Washington, Jenna Richards, she and I were chatting at dinner last week and she was telling me that she has the craziest beauty business like bully or whatever she was like we don't provide the same services we have literally never met and it's just like such bad blood and it's all one-sided it's like very one-sided beef which is it's so funny to me it's like a mexican pizza like she's on top with all the cheese and she's you know she's dicing up these tomatoes just living her life and then just like one layer over like just across the street just across the, the thinnest tortilla in the world is just all this fucking beef and she's like what are you doing down there <laughs> I have one of those too 
I have a, I mean, everybody I feel like has a couple. There's just one who's like the big King Koopa, the one at the end of the level before you level up, right? But, um, yeah, there's girls who have like either made little comments on their way out or they just weren't a fit and I had to let them go and now they're sour about it. Or, you know, like a partnership that didn't work out. And I'm not talking about Robert. Robbie is so kind, so sweet. And it's not that our partnership did not work out. It's that he is focusing on projects and I actually bought him out. That's all. It's not what I'm talking about. I would never throw shade his way. He taught me so much. Um, But what, anyway, I'm kind of digressing here. But the point of it all is that had I had these processes in place to begin with, if I had just hired correctly from the beginning, then I would only have to worry about the outside ops. I wouldn't be creating them from the inside out. (laughs) If I could just worry about the beefy layer underneath, you know, across the street, underneath that really thin, crunchy, beautiful chef's kiss tortilla um that would be one thing but you know when the call's coming from inside the house damn (laughs) don't ignore those red flags catch them in the very very beginning catch them when they're just pink baby flags okay and lastly i would say um uh focusing on technical skills so if you are actually hiring For someone who's going to be in person with you all the time or someone who's doing something niche specific, like let's say it's, um, it's somebody who's going to be doing customer service and answering messages and emails and that kind of thing. Technical skills are important. They have to actually know how to speak with people. They have to have, um, professional skills, people skills. They have to have, you know, administrative skills. They have to be, if you're hiring for an artist or something, they actually have to have technique, right? Those technical skills are important, but it's important to consider a candidate's soft skills as well. Personality, work ethic, cultural fit within your business. Let me tell you something right now. I have fired people for not fitting the culture in the business. If you create bad vibes for everyone else, um, then you're kind of harshing the whole experience. Clients can feel the tension in the air. Um, I certainly could have way less stress, way less stress, if I simply took a middle management position at Target did my work and took my paycheck and went the hell home. But I don't. I'm a business owner. I go through all this baloney all the time. You know, taxes, licenses, insurance, paying the bills, paying these, ordering inventory, doing the shipping, dealing with the whole thing, right? I do all that all the time. And the whole why behind it is yes, it serves my family, but also it really serves me. You can't pour from an empty cup. And my business fills me up. I love being there. It is a passion. I absolutely love it. I love my team. They're my besties. They're my family. Um, Though I can fire them. That's another thing. Don't ever hire anyone you can't fire. The thing is, once that element leaves the room and we are no longer kosher, chill, one nice congealed gel of a beauty club right once it's no longer the sorority house that we've turned it into once someone has you know like a cock is in the hen house um you gotta go and I learned this in the strip club okay if you didn't know this you know it now I was a stripper all through college I absolutely fucking loved it it was the best job I ever had because I was blessed to work somewhere that was a really healthy environment I know you don't believe me but it's simply the truth uh so anyway One of the ways that they kept that really healthy, beautiful environment was that, um, I don't know if you know this, but you don't actually have a schedule when you're a dancer. You show up when you want to and you don't if you don't. So um, 
you only went to work to earn money, right? I incorporate that in my beauty business. You do not need to be here from nine to five. I'm certainly not sitting here from nine to five. If you don't have clients today, if you've got stuff to go and do with your kids, everyone I hired is a, is a, a mom, everyone. Well, except for Paige, but she's really young. So we're kind of her mom. She's 20. But yeah, uh, if you have other things to do today, great. Go and do those things. Every time you walk through the door, it's because you're going to make money today. It's because you have clients. You're here to do the service, collect your money, and go home, right? Secondly, um, at the strip club, back at the strip club, if you didn't get along with the other 30 girls, if you walked in and it became drama, you were not allowed to work there. Sorry, it's bad for business. It's bad for morale. It's bad for the company culture. Customers can tell. The Like, just, it's a no. Um, and, you know, a lot of those girls were in my wedding. Some of them have even worked for me. Um, all of them, we all ha- got married and had children around the same time. So we have girls lunches whenever they're in town, all that. We are still friends because we didn't work with people who didn't fit the vibe. And I, I translated that and we have a very happy home over at the microblading Institute. I'm telling you right now. So focusing on technical skills is important, but those soft skills are just as important and making sure that people fit within your company culture is very important. So those are, um, those are some, just a couple, a handful of like bad hiring practices, I would say. And of course the consequences of making those mistakes are equally worth mentioning. So high turnover, like I said, you don't want to be doing this over and over again. You don't want to do this every, you know, three months, every 30 days, right? Hiring the wrong person for the job leads to high turnover every single time, which is costly and it's disruptive for your business. And honestly, it's a little embarrassing. Oh, you got another new girl? Where'd that girl go? Well, where did that girl go? Wow, you can't keep them. Um, I actually made a joke about that one day at lunch after I had, I let someone go. They didn't quit. I let them go. But um, we were going around the table. You know that little game? I'm passing the phone to someone who, whatever. They passed the phone to me and they were like, well, I don't know what to say. And I think partially because really she didn't know what to say. Because um, she's so kind. Taylor does not have like... I don't know, a mean bone in her body to rip somebody. So I actually, and also because, you know, I'm her boss. So I actually gave her that one to say, I was like, say I'm passing the phone to someone who can't keep a fucking employee. And it was so funny because, you know, you're calling out the elephant in the room. I, my front desk had left to accept a full-time position with benefits somewhere else using her degree. And then I hired someone else. And then I ultimately let them go very shortly thereafter because they didn't fit the vibe. The company culture was off. When other people are coming to you and saying, I don't enjoy working with so-and-so, it doesn't matter how much you like the person. If it's harshing the vibe, then it's actually counterproductive, period. Um, And once you have that decreased productivity, a bad hire leading to decreased productivity is just an absolute boner killer in your business, right? A bad hire can lead to decreased productivity. They don't have the skill set or the motivation to perform their job duty effectively. If somebody walks in and sits behind your front desk and looks you dead in the face and says, I don't want to be here. It's okay to laugh because that is hella funny. Um, But you also need to hear what they just said. They don't want to be here. They're not motivated. They're not interested. They're not trying to reach KPIs. They're trying to get a check and get off the clock as fast as they can. And you will notice that when the clock hits three, or if you make them stay till five, when the clock hits five, they're out the door and they're not going to walk up to you and say, hey, 
All right, so I'm about to go out. What are y'all doing tonight? What are you eating for dinner tonight? Is there anything I can do before you leave? Oh my God, how are the kids? They're not going to say any of that. They're just straight out the door. They don't care about your business. They don't care about your company. They don't care about their coworkers. It's not important. And I'm not saying that you need to hang out for 15 minutes and have a relationship outside of work every single day. I'm saying when you notice a pattern of, oh, it's 2.59 and she's already like starting her car, it's a problem. That's a problem. Additionally, this one should be obvious. A bad hire can damage your brand reputation. They might provide really poor customer service or honestly just kind of create a negative work environment like I was saying, but it's noticeable to clients. Your clients can totally tell when somebody has a shitty attitude, when there's friction between staff members. If they're answering the phone and saying, yeah, uh-huh, no, um, let them go. Let them go. Those soft skills can't be taught. I can't teach you to be polite or a human, you know? Um, I can give you a script for the phone, but that's not going to change the attitude. That's not going to change like the negative, right? And that can really damage your brand. You want to be very careful with that because you spend a lot of time every single day crafting your, your brand image. So just be really cognizant of that. Fire fast, hire really slow. Bad hiring practices can really have serious consequences for your beauty business. So it's important that you take the time to create those clear job descriptions, conduct really thorough interviews, um, consider the technical skills, but also the cultural fit when making those hiring decisions. That is my very best crash course on hiring that I can give you today. I hope you found it valuable. If you did, please, I'm begging you, I'm imploring you, please leave me a review on your on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on or and or and either one (laughs) both um please post this to instagram and tag us so that we can kind of grow the audience here i really really appreciate it anyway if you have questions about this if there's anything i can answer for you or if you'd like to continue the conversation you can find me over on instagram at victoria.glam and i will see you right back here next week